Hey there, I'm Lindsay Divin, and I'm passionate about everything marketing, productivity, and career growth. With over 17 years of experience in the architecture, engineering, and construction industry, I know firsthand the ins and the outs of this exciting field. From my early days as a marketing coordinator to becoming an award-winning marketing professional and firm principal, I've learned the ropes through countless late nights and challenging deadlines. Now, I'm thrilled to bring you the AEC Marketing Strategies Podcast. Here, I'll be sharing simple yet powerful step-by-step marketing strategies that you can implement to achieve the same level of success. Consider me your go-to marketing mentor, someone who truly gets the unique challenges you face in the AEC industry. Whether you're an AEC marketing pro or industry newbie, this podcast is your personal coffee date with your marketing bestie. Together, we'll navigate the ever-changing landscape of online marketing and digital trends, ensuring you stay ahead of the curve. If you're ready to unlock the marketing secrets they never taught you in college and tailor them specifically to the AEC industry, then you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. Hey there, fellow AEC marketers. Welcome back to another exciting episode of AEC Marketing Strategies. I'm your host, Lindsay Divin, and today we're wrapping up our series, Branded, How to Build and Manage Your AEC Firm's Online Brand. And for my grand finale, we're going to be diving into mastering your marketing content management. But before we get to the topic, let me spend a moment to recap this special series. This series began back in episode 123, where I covered what an online brand is and why you should pay attention to your AEC firm's online brand. Then in episode 125, I walked you through how to create effective online marketing collateral. Then in the last episode, number 127, we went through the five steps to maintain that consistent brand experience across platforms. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, go back and go and listen to those. Each episode in this series builds upon each other. And I want to also express my heartfelt gratitude to Open Asset for making this incredible podcast series possible. Open Asset, with its project-based digital asset management platform, is empowering AEC firms like never before. It allows you to effortlessly create top-notch online brand assets, and RFP responses, saving you time and effort. So to explore the wonders of open asset, head over to marketerstakeflight.com forward slash open asset. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Okay, so let's move on to today's topic, managing marketing content with ease. And what do I mean when I say this phrase, managing your marketing content? Well, what I mean is the effort that you spend, you or your team spend in organizing and managing your digital content for all of your marketing and your proposal needs. From that initial creation through distribution and promotion to archiving and even deleting that content when it's no longer relevant. And yes, there is a process to this. You you might not have even taken a moment to think about, you know, your content having this life cycle but it's there. It's happening, whether you are proactively managing it or not. And after today, you're going to, you're going to know how to easily manage 
your content lifecycle process. And trust me, this process is going to work wonders for your marketing department. And so you might be wondering, why invest time and energy into content lifecycle management? Well, my friend, it's because it can save you time, money, frustration, and stress. And who doesn't want more of that? So you put in a little bit of upfront effort, just like implementing any other new automation or process. You put in a little effort upfront and you're going to get dividends on the back end. Imagine this, efficiently managing your content. It could allow you to reuse your existing materials because you can find them now. It ensures that you have top-notch and on-brand content. You can maximize the reach and the impact of that content. That content, And you know that others are using the most recent versions of a piece of content at any given time because you have this process in place. So just start thinking about some of those possibilities. So while you're thinking of that, let me break down the traditional content lifecycle management stages for you. So first up is conception, the stage where your content is born. This includes ideation, planning, research, setting the foundation for your content strategy. Next is production. We also spend a lot of time in this. This is where your content is brought to life. The writing, the design, the photography, all the creative magic happens in production. And that's usually where we stop. Uh, We might go to the next stage, which is distribution or promotion. So this is where you are sending out your content like party invitations. Your content gets shared on your website, your social media, your blog posts, through your email, marketing, et cetera. Those first three stages, conception, production, promotion, we're all very familiar with. The next we might not have a process for. The engagement part. So here you encourage your audience to interact with your content, providing calls to action, other other types of engagement tactics, and then analysis. You put on your detective hat and you dive into your website analytics, your social media metrics, your engagement rates to uncover secrets of your content success, like what's working, what's not. And then with all that intel, it's time to optimize. You make optimize your content. You make tweaks, changes, and improvements to boost your content's performance and captivate your audience even more. And then finally, archiving. So like a seasoned historian, you preserve those memories. You are ensuring your old content isn't cluttering up your digital desktops, your digital servers, your digital workspaces. So those are kind of the, the main stages of a content lifecycle. In today's very content-saturated world, content lifecycle management has been more crucial than ever. When you consider how much time and energy and resources go into developing your quality content and your assets and your images, it makes perfect sense that you should be managing them as carefully as any other service or design or project or proposal you're working on. The fact is that, you know, your poor content is really bad for business. Let me give you a couple scenarios here. If you're, if let's say you have website content, it's poorly written or it's outdated. It creates a bad experience for that, for the people visiting your website. Let's say a visitor goes to your blog and the latest blog post is from 2017, or maybe they go to your project services page or your projects page, like your education page. And the first project image on that page is from over 10 years ago. Just think for a moment what kind of impression that leaves to that visitor. 
That visitor might think you haven't been up to any new work. We do this all the time in our personal online activity too. Like you're checking out that new restaurant someone recommended and their last Instagram post was from two years ago. You might assume that that restaurant is closed. So your mark, your firm's marketing content shouldn't be any different. Your content needs to be regularly refreshed and updated. And the key to this is content lifecycle management. Content lifecycle management, or CLM, it provides the framework for ensuring that your digital content assets are kept up to date and on trend with consistent branding, which ultimately is driving better business results and marketing results. Without a CLM strategy in place, you're going to risk losing control over your content, which could lead to inconsistency and in branding and marketing, decreased ROI, and really just frustrated visitors, um, teaming partners, potential clients, you know, that are experiencing your brand online. So how can you master this CLM process? And I've got you covered. You know I like a good step-by-step process. So I am going to walk you through the eight steps to a successful content lifecycle management process. Okay, you ready for this? Step one, define your content lifecycle. The first step to successful content lifecycle management is to define the stages of your content lifecycle. This will help you determine which processes and tools are necessary to manage your content effectively. Like, when is it considered outdated? Those type of things. Step two, identify your content assets. So what do you have? Round up all of your digital wonders from your images to your videos to your website content to your blog post. And really, you want to, the most efficient way to do this and to to round all this up is to use a digital asset management solution, a DAM, But storing them in a highly organized server or like some kind of cloud product could also work too. It's just not as efficient. You're going to have to, it's going to be a lot more management. And you'll see why by the end of this episode. So that was step two, identify your content assets. Step three, invest in the right tools. Once you've defined your content lifecycle and identified your assets, it is time to invest in the right tools. There are a number of CLM platforms on the market that can really help you uh, manage your content more effectively. You know, Adobe has some, you know, there's others that you're probably already using that you can use better for your CLM. Step four, classify your content assets. So once you've identified your content assets, it's time to classify them. This will help you determine which assets are most important to your firm and which ones can be archived or deleted. Okay, step five, Organize your content assets. So the next step is to organize. Um, This includes creating a system for storing and retrieving files, as well as setting up a workflow to manage these assets. Again, you can do this on, you know, some drives on a server. But if you use a digital asset management solution, you're going to reap some other benefits that you might not have thought of. And those include improved searchability. So content assets can be easily found and retrieved with the help of a robust search function within a DAM. Version control. So within a DAM system, you can keep track of different versions of an asset and revert back to older versions if you needed to. And then access control. You can decide who has access to which assets and set up permissions. And we use this a lot at my last firm when we used open asset. We, because we had a lot of confidential projects, 
We had a lot of renderings that weren't available, you know, for marketing use. And so we would store them, but we would set up access control. So a quality damn solution will allow you to easily organize your digital files with different tags, different categories, and other metadata, which really helps you find that file when you need it. So that was step five, organize your content assets. That's probably going to be the longest step, (laughs) depending on how many assets you have. Um, Step six, create a content calendar, an optimized content calendar. It will help your content team, which might just be you, (laughs) plan and publish your pieces in a more organized, proactive, and efficient way. You can also use your calendar to track the performance of your content and make changes as necessary. And you know I love a good content calendar to proactively plan out my firm's content. So to learn more about how I organize and create my quarterly content calendars, go back and check out episode 82. So that was step six, create a content calendar. Step seven, develop your distribution strategy. Your distribution or your promotion strategy should be designed to reach your target audience and achieve your marketing goals. And there are a number of ways to distribute different stages of content. Just remember, you know, not all channels are right for every piece of content, but here are some channels that you're probably familiar with. Social media, right? You can use social media to promote um, brand awareness and share your content. Email, and you know that email marketing is one of my favorite ways to promote content. So many of our firms already have databases full of contact information, but don't do an any, if not enough, email marketing. With your databases, you can easily segment your audiences and send them new content that is relevant, like hyper-relevant to them, as well as drive traffic back to older pieces of content. So I love love email marketing. And then lastly, your website. You know, make sure you put it on your website. So to hear about four other ways to promote your content, check out episode 84. Okay, last step. Final step, step eight, monitor and evaluate your content. Once your content is published, it's important to monitor its performance and make changes as needed going forward. And so this will help ensure that your content is meeting the needs of your audience while at the same time achieving your goals. And this is often the hardest step for marketers. That's what I hear from you all. You tell me this is hard for you. And, and it's because there's really not a one-size-fits-all approach to tracking and reporting on your marketing metrics. It really depends on your specific goals, your specific targeted audience, your specific promotional tactics. Back in episode 92, I walk you through four steps to analyze your marketing performance, and I give you some examples and some best practices for collecting and reporting on your marketing metrics. Again, that was episode 92. That will kind of give you a starting place if you have, if you've never done this. Okay. So now let me recap those eight steps for you again. Step one, define your content lifecycle. Step two, identify your content assets. Step three, invest in the right tools. Step four, classify your content assets. Step five, organize your content assets, probably the longest step. Step six, create a content calendar. Step seven, develop your distribution or your promotion strategy. And step eight, monitor monitor and evaluate your content. There you have it. Those are the eight steps of content lifecycle management. 
And content lifecycle management is an important part of creating your successful content, which drives a lot of our marketing online right now and your brand experience online. So by following these eight steps, you can ensure that your content is well-managed and is effective in your marketing. Content lifecycle management can help you save time, stress, frustration, while creating high-quality content that meets the needs of your audience. Ready to take your content management to the next level? I highly recommend considering Open Asset. With this trusty sidekick, you can effortlessly manage your digital assets throughout their entire life cycle. Imagine a world where you can easily sort, tag, and organize your content like a pro and never waste time searching for the right image again. If you're looking to harness the full potential of your content and boost your firm's online presence, request a demo of Open Asset today over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash open asset. Again, that's marketerstakeflight.com forward slash open asset. See the difference it can make firsthand. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you found this branded series helpful in building and managing your AEC firm's online brand. Make sure to subscribe to AEC Marketing Strategies for more practical marketing insights. Until next time, I'm Lindsay Divin, your host. Bye for now. Bye.